Hey, you guys. I am so grateful to have Mr. Tommy Boost with us. He is a professional dancer, a dance coach. He's an industry consultant, and he's an artist slash painter. He's working on a book that he'll be hopefully releasing very soon. One thing I love about Tommy is that he's not only a great personality, but he's an amazing talent. I found him on Instagram, and I tell you guys, if y'all have never seen him dance before, you're going to be so excited to kind of get to know this guy and look him up after the end of this interview. Um, he originally built his reputation within an international competition circuit and expanding himself further, stepping into commercial world via TV shows and music videos, choreographing and being featured in dance theater productions. He's been even on solo stage shows. He's had multiple cruise contracts and he just has done amazing things in the field. One thing I also love about him is being able to be a dance coach. And when you think of having that career, of being a dance coach, you have to have that that will to to learn, to help, and to build. And that's where he's been able to lead in many international workshops. And he's helped not only by teaching people the fundamentals of dance, but giving them knowledge about the industry. And when we think about writing, which is something you guys know that I, I love to do as well, I think that that's great that he has that vision and find his purpose to share not only the dance background, but to share his words and his wisdoms and things he's experienced in life and being an artist and a painter. That's something y'all know I can't do the painting part, but I think it's really great that he has this well-rounded view of life and that we're so grateful to have you, Tommy, as a guest on Black Canvas. Thank you so much for that introduction, man. Thank you. I'm proud to be here. Well, we're glad to have you here, Tommy. Do you mind telling our listeners where you're calling from, which um, area of town that you're in? I'm in the UK right now, Wales, Cardiff, capital of Wales, tiny little country on the side of England that nobody knows about, but we exist. Yeah. And you guys, I just talked to another guy yesterday from the UK. So I love that we're having a lot of international flavor and people who have amazing careers and who are doing great things. So Tommy is going to be back in the future as well. So y'all will be hearing him again. But I thought it'd be great for us to kind of go over just a few questions with them to get to know him a little, and then we'll definitely talk more in depth about some things in the future. So Tommy, I have a first question for you. Can you tell us who were your first influences as related to dance? Okay, when it comes to uh, dance, my first influences and inspirations, the first one's got to be Michael Jackson, like any dancer in the world will tell you that Michael Jackson is an inspiration. And still to this day, I still watch Michael Jackson footage. I still just, it's not even just the dance. It's just the whole artistry around it. It's the character. It's everything is inspiring. And then the music, of course, it just makes me dance. Well, I love that you said Michael Jackson. And for anyone who knows me, they know that Michael is one of my all-time favorite artists. And it was because he re he pretty much just put dancing on the map, but he was able to change his career throughout from being in the Jackson 5 to doing his solo records to just even producing music. Like, Michael was just an innovator. And the whole Jackson family um, has, has so much talent. And so I, I love that you said Michael because a lot of people just seem to forget a lot of the things that he's done. If you go back to the videos that he's done and just that, that was just everything for me. Um, so yeah, I love Michael. Michael's an amazing dancer. 
I also love Janet as well. Janet is amazing too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then another inspiration, my two brothers. Like, my two brothers, older than me, they, they danced before me and they got me into it. And it was just crazy how that mm -hmm. came about because I, I would watch them dance. I would go to their practice. I was training athletics at the time. And I would go to their practice and I was like, yeah, I don't know if I want to get involved in this. And then I went for about a year with them. Like, didn't even, I just sat on the side, just watching. And then they went to this competition. It was like, they went to a few small ones on their own. And then there was this like world level competition. And they took me as well just to watch, just to spectate. And I just watched it all. And I was like, okay. That was the day that I, I started dancing. I watched I watched international dance like level and I was like, Okay, I see where this is going now. This is going somewhere crazy. And then yeah, I started started from there with them. They taught me really quick, so I caught up. I caught up fast, luckily, because I had them to teach me. And then just started started the competition scene from there. Well, that's awesome. Now, Tommy, can you tell the listeners what type of dance that you specialize in? Um, I specialize most in breakdance. So breakdance is part of the hip-hop culture. It's one area of it. And if you do learn breakdance, you have to learn the whole culture behind it because it's, it's really important to have that culture as well as the dance. Like, the culture makes the dance what it is. And, and then... It's obviously famous for the dynamic spin moves that hooks everyone. It's very dynamic, dynamically visual to watch. It's, it's just so engaging. And yeah, from there, I went on to practice commercial, hip-hop, lock-in, contemporary, train some ballet, capoeira. Like from there, that started my whole dance journey. But, but breakdance has never left me. And I've always been... Even if I'm doing a contemporary project, I've got to have, got to have something breakdance in there. It's part of me now. I think that's great. I mean, breakdancing, I'd probably break my neck if I did it because <laughs> I just don't have that musicality within myself to do that. But I love breakdancing. I think that that is an amazing form of dance. And did your brothers do breakdancing as well? Yeah, that's that's what they did. They started off breakdancing, yeah. Breakdancing... Oh, that's cool. It's crazy. It's done to have some some real I don't know if the word success, but it's it started to become accepted. Like before it was like a street dance, street culture, hip hop and people were wary of it, but now it's like getting accepted as an art form that it clearly is and it's going to be in the Olympics in three years time, so it's it's crazy the way that's progressed and has come so long so far. So Tommy, are you telling me that you're going to be trying out for Olympics? I personally will, I say I'm not, I'm, I'm in good shape right now. I'm training every day. I'm teaching people who will be trying trialing for the Olympics, but I, I tell them, I say, unless you're better than me on that day, I will enter and face you. But, but my plan now is to coach towards that. But obviously, I've got that. I came from the competition background. I got a little bit of ego in me that says, okay, if I don't think you're good enough, I will enter myself. But I am 
my focus is to put the students first. I think that's amazing. I love that you said that. I would love to see you compete if you can. It's kind of like Tony Hawk when we think like skateboarding, just being an Olympic sport, which I was so glad to see that because I loved watching that growing up. And I just think like just seeing someone in the pinnacle of their success, be able to train other people. I think that shows how selfless you are. And so whether if you compete or not, I'm just grateful that you're helping someone, especially our younger generation, to know that they can kind of go after their dreams and make the best of what they've been given. I think that's amazing. Yeah, I now have like uh, three generations of students. Like I'm 30 myself. So when the Olympics comes along, I will be 33, which technically I I could be in there. as like just at the top of the peak of my personal performance. But then I've got students Mm -hmm. in their 20s, in their teens, and then just got got a next batch of students who are like eight now so they'll probably be in like two olympics time those eight-year-olds i will aim them for that level but the teenagers right now since they've heard this being in like how much passion they have and how much they're putting into their training it's just increased so much so i have to give equal energy to them i'm pushing them so much towards it and for me seeing them succeed is it's equal to when I succeed. It is me succeeding in a way. It really is, Tommy. And it kind of goes into my next question for you. If you could give your younger self any piece of advice, what would you tell your younger self? And what age would you actually give that advice to that younger part of Tommy? <laughs> this question, this question is uh, tough. Um, I would, the advice would just be to be honest. So I would just say be honest with yourself and maybe don't put times into time into things that I don't particularly want to do. Like so always pursue myself, always pursue my own dreams and just be honest about them and just go for it. And I would I would say that to I don't know, myself as soon as I was capable of thinking deep, I would say about 17, I would say, I would say to my 17-year-old self, just be honest and go for your own dreams. I love that, Tommy. I mean, 17, actually, you wouldn't even imagine. I've talked to a lot of people and asked that question, and 16, 17 have been the ages that a lot of people have chosen. And, and for me, 17 was a year where my life kind of really shifted, um, and I had to grow up a lot faster than I thought I would. And so I think that that's great that you were able to pick that age and you were able to say, hey, to just be honest with yourself and being authentic and honest and open with with the progress you're making and seeing, hey, you know, there's a lot of life left to live and things I can accomplish. And as we can see, you being 30 years old and in these 13 years, the things you've been able to do in your life. I mean, I think that's amazing that you were able to to make a career and to, to create a path for yourself where a lot of people at 17, like we all know, we really don't know who we are, what we're going to do. And to just see how much you've been able to progress is just, it's remarkable to be honest. Yeah. Thank you so much, man. Yeah. 17 is the age where I took it upon myself to do these things. Before that I had my brother's guidance and I was so blessed to have them and they, they were doing it professionally at that time. And even when I was like 15, they would, taken me to do these shows and got me into that world straight away so I was so blessed to have that but when I got to 
17, it was when I started making those choices for myself and sometimes would do things with or without my brothers. It was just that time where I, I realized what, what I wanted to do. And yeah. Well, I love that, Tommy. I mean, and that goes back to having a sibling relationship. I have an older brother myself and just building a relationship with someone that you've grown up with and they can be a huge influence on your career and things that you want to accomplish. And I'm glad that you guys had that, the music in common dance and how y'all were able to use that in a positive light. But I have another hard question for you, Tommy. If you could sit down and have a conversation with three people, you get to choose whichever three, they can be alive or they could have passed. Who are the three people you would choose? And what would you guys want to talk about? Okay, so um, first I would choose uh, Nietzsche because through studying for writing, I studied a lot of philosophy and of all the philosophers that I've read, Nietzsche is the one that interests me the most. It's the one that explains pursuing meaning the best. So I would I would want to talk about what meaning and purpose is within life to Nietzsche because I think he understands it the best and I would have so many questions to ask as well as he has that connection with dance and music like uh, when a little bit of history when he was young he would be a dancer and would always talk about the arts as this like uh, transcended form so I would I would have so many questions about that he would be the first um the second would be i'm gonna have to say michael jackson again for obvious reasons like such an inspiration to me i i would just i would just have so many questions about dance for him as well as for how he has that bigger picture mindset where he's able to see past just what he's doing what the music is doing for like his whole stage design, his whole movie designs, everything is it's all seamlessly one. So I would I'd have so many questions about that big picture that he holds. And then the third one, um uh, it's difficult. The third person would probably be I need to change up, so So many people. <laughs> um, I'll choose someone from now, and I would I would say be by physics. So that's physics Kim from uh, South Korea. He's probably the dancer who's inspired me the most of current dancers. Like the person I would watch the most for the last. 10 years plus the things he does the ideas he creates it's just it's next level so and it's always been inspiring for me to see directions that other people take the same the same dance style they can take it in so many different directions and i would i would have so many questions about how how he created the ideas for this move or that move and yeah i would probably chose it was three. So Nietzsche, 
physics and Michael Jackson. I like it. I think you did a great job. I know that was a tough question for you, but I think you handled that really well. And I think if it was three people for me, this I've kind of answered this question before, but my three are going to definitely shift now. I think one, of course, is Tori Kelly. Everybody knows I love Tori Kelly, and she's an amazing yeah. singer. And so for me, that would definitely be one person I would love to talk to. I would love to interview her hopefully one day um, because she's been a huge influence um, in my career and just listening to her music. She got me through a lot of tough times. So just being able to talk to her about singing, songwriting, touring, um, that's definitely one person for me. I think the second is kind of going to be a curveball. Um, I would say Celine Dion. And the reason I would choose her is because I know with her losing her husband, Renee, and especially being in the career that she's been in for so long, she's sung in Vegas. She's, you know, done many tours and that how does she keep reinventing herself and being able to be um, able to cross over from where she lived originally to move into the U S and being able to be such a powerhouse vocalist and an advocate for so many great causes. She would definitely be a second person. I think the third person would definitely be, and I talked to someone yesterday about this, this artist, Tupac Shakur, um, because I loved what he stood for. And he was another one who had a very creative mind. Um, He shared hope in a lot of people who grew up in a lot of negative households, inner city. And he was just someone who I really appreciated. So out of, I think those three definitely, you know, would really be who I want to Tori Kelly, Celine Dion, and Tupac. So I know that's just like three complete ones on a different spectrum, but they would definitely be the three I would probably choose. 100%, man. Like, so many people you could have in that, that three list. Like, as soon as you said Tupac, I was like, another one for bigger picture i like even he's just modern day philosopher like he he understood society he understood the culture he understood his music his art he definitely and he knew how to put it all together as well he did i love that you you know you were able to share your three because i wouldn't have never thought of some of the ones as well so i just Love, especially the dancer. I, I'm not too familiar, so I definitely want to look him up to learn more about him. But oh, I want yeah. us before we Physics end. Kim. Physics Kim, you said Kim. is his name? Physics Kim is his real name, B-Boy Physics. Somebody's searching him. And I guarantee anyone, even if they don't even like dance, would be blown away by the things that guy can do. Well, I'm definitely going to look him up. I think that's great that, you know, he has, from what you're saying, a great career and just being able to influence so many people. But Tommy, I have one more question for you before we end. And I wanted to ask you, how can our listeners find you online? If you can kind of give your handle and information for how people can find you online, if there's anything else also you would like to plug or share, promote, if you don't mind sharing that information for us. Oh, yeah, definitely. So I have uh, tommyboost.co.uk, which is a little website. And then social media-wise, if people want to get in touch, it's usually at Tommy Boost. It's at Tommy Boost on everything apart from Facebook because I need at Tommy Boost Dancer for Facebook. Um, if anyone wants to reach out, email me about dance. I'll get back to anyone. 
as soon as I can. If anyone has any questions about, I don't even know, like my new book, Dancing with Purpose, is about pursuing meaning through dance, finding purpose. But it also goes into how it has the crossover into life. So everything you pursue, it has reason. And then that reason gives you purpose. And purpose is where you find your happiness. So if anyone has any questions about that or wants to talk about that in the future, reach out to me on my email. It's on my website. It's on my social media. Um, yeah, I'm open to speak about anything to anyone. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you, Tommy. I mean, you've done such an amazing job on this interview. And I would love to have you back on my second podcast, Space Between, um, so we can talk more in depth about life and your experiences. Um, So I appreciate you so much for being a part of Black Canvas. And let's remember you guys to embrace our uniqueness because the world is our canvas. All right. Thank you so much, Tommy. I appreciate you getting up and doing this for us. And we will definitely talk very soon. Okay. Thank you so much. Have an amazing day. All right. You too. Bye. Bye. I'm not